Hey friend, welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast, where we have ranked number 28 in nutrition in the United States. We've ranked 14 in Sweden for nutrition. And then this past week, we ranked number eight in nutrition in Norway. So I'm not entirely sure what is going on with the Scandinavian countries, but hey, and welcome to the show. That's so cool. And I'm really, really excited to bring this episode to you, maybe even a little bit more than last week. And last week, we were talking about the name of the show, Being Vision Driven. But today, I'm talking about being grace-fueled. And I'm telling you, when I work with clients, when I have people go through my challenges or my programs, it's this concept that sticks with them and totally transforms the way that they view their health, the way that they approach their healthy habits. This is going to be one of those episodes that you're going to want to listen to repeatedly. You're going to want to share with your friends. So be excited, get geared up, make sure you're ready to go because I've got some really encouraging insights for you. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. Becoming grace-fueled is going to be a major game changer for your healthy lifestyle. If you are not already, tuned in to what I'm saying right now. We made it past the intro. I need you to stay focused because this is going to make a tremendous difference in the way that you think about your healthy habits, the way that you approach your healthy habits, and it's going to dramatically increase your consistency. And a big reason why is because I'm going to start by talking about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I'm getting a lot of this content from a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. I've read it two or three times now. I'm due to read it again. It is a total game changer. And so to really kick this off, the difference between the fixed growth mindset, you could almost look at it as like the law versus grace mindset or a stagnant versus transformational mindset. And when it comes to looking at goals versus growth, When you're in a goal mindset, you kind of think destination. Am I there yet? Whereas a growth mindset thinks, okay, journey, what value does today hold? Or again, in that goal mindset, it's all about getting motivation. I just need to find motivation. I just need to be motivated. Whereas a growth mindset is looking to be matured and how to 
grow, using the word growth again. Goals, it's a seasonal thing. I just got to get through this next phase. I got to get this next achievement. Whereas a growth mindset, it's lifelong. Sure, there's goals along the way, but there's a broader vision that's driving the process, which I talked about in last week's episode. And the goal mindset, it's or goal or fixed mindset, it's about being challenged, whereas the growth mindset is about being changed. It's transformational. In the goal mindset, it comes down to when the goal is reached, there's a plateau. The the foot on the gas starts to just kind of come off. Things start to slow down. Whereas in the growth mindset, when the goal is reached, a new one is set. Uh, the question of, okay, how do I continue to move forward in this vision that I have for myself? Now, when it comes to skills, the fixed mindset thinks that skills are something you're born with. Whereas the growth mindset sees skills are something that come from hard work, something that you can always improve. You know, you might catch yourself saying something like, oh, well, she's just really crafty or she's just really good with numbers or he's just naturally gifted that way. And most of the time, people who have certain skill sets, they developed those skill sets over time. Maybe they had an interest in something, but it took them time and effort to actually create that level of ability. And we often just, if we have a fixed mindset, we chalk it up to, oh, that's just who they are. That's, they were born that way. Whereas again, growth mindset, it got to put in the work. When it comes to challenges, (laughs) the fixed mindset sees them as something to avoid. A challenge could reveal that you have a lack of skill, which you believe you're either born with or not if you have a fixed mindset. And when it comes to challenges, you tend to give up easily. Whereas in the growth mindset, a challenge is seen as something that should be embraced. It's an opportunity to grow. It's a reason to become all the more persistent. And it's interesting because with, (laughs) I can think of when I was a little kid and I, I tell you what, I grew up very much having a fixed mindset and it's something I am still continually working on to try and have that growth perspective because I can think of so many times when someone be like, Hey, do you want to play this new game? And I would usually just be like, "Mm, no, because I didn't understand it. I felt like if I tried to do it, I wouldn't do well. Or if I did end up trying something new and I would put, you know, I thought I looked at it and I'm like, okay, that doesn't seem too bad. And I would try and I'd realize how bad I was at it. I'd be like, oh, that's dumb. I don't want to do that anymore. And then I wouldn't do it. That's the fixed mindset. And we can see that even in our health journey where it's like, oh, wow, so-and-so is really getting, they're starting to get, increase their energy. They're feeling a lot better by cooking their meals at home. You know what? Let me, maybe I can cook meals at home. I, I can do this meal prep thing. And you try it. It's a super busy week. You mess up the recipe. It doesn't even taste good. You end up, you know, not being able to have the time to do this other meal that you plan. You're like, you know what? Meal prep, cooking, it's just not my thing. But really with a growth mindset, you would say, wow, I learned a lot about this last week and how I can better tailor my planning or my schedule or whatever it looks like to make this work. And when it comes to effort, the fixed mindset sees effort as something that is unnecessary. Effort is something you have to do when you are not good enough. That's the fixed mindset perspective. Whereas in the growth mindset, effort is essential. It's a path to mastery. And I think a lot of us have fallen into this trap with effort when you, again, we're trying to lose weight. We want to see the scale move. And so again, we're, we are 
tempted by or encouraged by these quick fix solutions and we want something that's easy. We want the weight to just melt off. We want, you know, I see so often that the Google search, when you type in how to lose weight, it's like how to lose weight quickly, how to lose weight faster and it's, and, or how to lose weight without trying is a big one, right? We don't want to have to put in effort, but when you have the growth mindset, you realize if you're going to create something that lasts, which is what this podcast is all about, you're going to need to put in some effort. It's going to take work and that's okay. And that's good because it's going to get you to a point where it's not going to require as much effort, but on the, at the beginning, it will. When it comes to feedback, a fixed mindset sees feedback as something that is personal. It's a reason to get defensive. You know, if someone says like, Hey, maybe you should try this or, Hey, I noticed that you did this. It's like, well, uh, and again, <laughs> there's a fence there and a fixed mindset because you think if you not, if you aren't doing something well, it's indicative of who you are, of something you either aren't or are capable of. Whereas in a growth mindset, feedback is useful. It's something to learn from. Feedback is like, oh my goodness, thank you for pointing that out because I didn't realize I I wasn't doing well in that area. That is, you identified a, a blind spot for me. Thank you so much. Can you imagine? I mean, the difference between that when someone gives you a critique or a criticism and you look at it as something to be grateful for versus something to be upset about. And lastly, on this back and forth thing, I know I've been going for a few minutes now on the fixed versus growth mindset is when it comes to setbacks, a fixed mindset tends to blame other people or other circumstances and they get discouraged, which again, I I know for myself, this happened many, many times with trying to lose weight, trying to find the thing that would work and that would make it last. And every time it didn't work, it was like, oh, well, I had this going on or, oh, well, if so-and-so, you know, wasn't always trying to go out, you know, to eat or if I didn't have the kids or if I didn't, you know, whatever it is. The fixed mindset wants to blame other people and get discouraged. Whereas in the growth mindset, a setback is a wake-up call to learn, to get more strategic, to be more effective, and to work harder to make it work next time. Now, with all of that said, having the growth mindset is such a powerful perspective to have to then take hold of God's grace because grace is actually one of the biggest health tips that I offer. Now let's talk for a second about what grace is. Grace is often defined as unmerited favor, which is a great definition, but it's lacking because grace is not only that which covers sins, but that which fuels transformation. Now track with me here. I'm going to read a few verses from Romans 5, and it's a little bit of a longer passage, but I think it's really profound and really important for us to understand the nature and effectiveness of grace and bringing about transformation in our lives. And I'm going to speak to that and how it, bring, it can bring transformation to your health. So Romans 5, 12 starts off by saying, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death came through sin. And so death spread to all because all have sinned for sin was indeed in the world before the law, but sin is not reckoned when there is no law yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who did not sin in the likeness of Adam, who is a pattern of the one who was to come. Kind of a summary of that. It's talking about Adam. Adam was the first human created first man and through him entered sin into the world. And it's saying that, through this one man, all have sinned. And it's saying, and yet 
this human was also a pattern, a framework for the one who has come, who Jesus, right? Jesus came and he was a man as well. He's often referred to as the second Adam. Verse 15 goes on to say, but the free gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died through the one man's trespass, trespass sin, much more surely have the grace of God and the gift in the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. And the gift is not like the effect of the one man's sin, for the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the gift following many trespasses brings justification. If because of the one man's trespass, death reigned through that one, much more surely will those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. So there's a differentiation being put forth here of, okay, many died through the one man's sin, but how much more having the grace of God through Jesus Christ, how that abounds all the more. It's so much more powerful. And and I'm going to continue to read here. Verse 18 says, Therefore, just as one man's trespass led to condemnation for all, so one man's act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all. I love how it's been said to me before. Justification could also be thought of uh, being just as if I never sinned. It is being made free and clear. And verse 19 says, For just as through the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so through the one man's obedience, Jesus, the many will be made righteous. But law came in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so grace might also reign through justification leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Friends, this passage is so powerful. I feel the goosebumps and everything just reading it of really what grace provides us. So many of us are living under the Adam sinful aspect when it comes to our choices and what's possible for our life. We're living under that sin umbrella and we are forgetting what Jesus paid for, the obedience he demonstrated, what he's provided for us and the grace that abounds all the more than our sins. No matter how many times you fall off track, no matter how many times you binge eat, no matter how many times you go beyond what is comfortable for you in, again, you're eating and you're just stuffing yourself, no matter how many times you set an intention and you don't do it, no matter how many, all those mean things you say to yourself, all of the sins of our health journey, which again, (laughs) sins are relative in terms of what you feel convicted by, by the Holy Spirit, I'm not going to tell you that eating a cookie is a sin. With that said, though, all the things that you are are weighing on you, that you're beating yourself up over, there is grace for that. And there is so much grace that it actually is in excess, in abundance, is far greater than all of those things you're holding against yourself because you can be justified and made righteous through Jesus Christ. Because the thing is, we are saved not only from our sins, but we are saved into an abundant life of freedom, joy, and peace in Jesus. So let's talk about what does it mean that sins are covered? 
And, you know, like I said, we can refer to them as mistakes or shortcomings. Sin actually is an archery term and it means missing the mark. And when it comes to health and especially eating, I know there are so many things that the enemy likes to come in and shame you for. You know, you're like, oh man, I ate this cookie and I'm trying to eat clean. Eating a cookie is not, <laughs> is not a sin. Eating a whole bunch of cookies and filling a void that was meant to be filled by Jesus that could be argued as a sin. But again, you get to be convicted by the Holy Spirit on that. Here's the thing though. When we talk about grace covering our sins, it doesn't mean that those things are just swept under the rug. And if we use the visual of something swept under the rug, where it's like, you see this big bulge under the rug where you know there's something there. It's not like it's actually gone. That's not how it is. It's also not pretending that whatever mistake that you made didn't happen. We don't just ignore it. It's also doesn't, it, it, what it really comes down to is coming face to face with what we feel inadequate in, with the mistake that we made, the mistakes that we continue to make, the area we are disappointed in ourselves with, and bring it before God and watch it disappear. It's gone. We are the ones who hold on to what is otherwise cleared out by grace. I'm going to say that again. We are the ones who hold on to what is otherwise cleared out by grace, by what Jesus already paid for on the cross. So it's really important for you to understand that when you fall short and you are like beating yourself up and you don't even want to try to get back on the horse when it comes to your healthy habits and what's you're holding your own self in contempt and you're, you're preventing yourself from taking hold of the transformation that's available to you. So now speaking of transformation, let's talk about grace in its function as fuel. And when I was talking earlier about how grace is, the definition of grace is limited is I think we misunderstand that it's not just something that covers our sins. It's the substance, the fuel by which we are transformed. And with this growth mindset concept, we are in a place of being continually willing and intentional in pursuing growth and change and change requires grace. You've heard it said, you know, that phrase of like, oh, it's by God's grace that this occurred. And yes, amen, it is. So let's let's be intentional and in taking hold of it because that moment when you feel completely resistant to doing what is actually good for you, you're like, ah, I know I should go to the gym or I know I really shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't make this, these kinds of choices. Th- that Those moments, that's usually when shame is holding you back. Those moments where you feel resistant to actually do what you know is good for you, you're like, yeah, but I already messed up. I'm all, I am a mess up. I, I don't make good choices. I am bound to be here anyways. That resistance is shame. And that's where grace can come in and bring that freedom. When you feel like the worst person who isn't worthy of anything because of your failures and shortcomings, because of the many times you've tried and failed, that is shame preventing you from shifting to humility and freedom. And this is a concept that I recently took hold of because I tell you what, friends, I have so much to say about grace because of the many times that I beat myself up. I have referred to myself as a recovering type A, like I want to do things well. And something God has been speaking to me about very recently that I am so convicted and humbled by is this concept of trying to do something perfect and out of my own effort and without mistake is pride. 
And when I go to beat myself up over something, that's pride. It's thinking of myself and my own abilities far more highly than I ought to. Because it is only by the grace of God, it is only by my dependence on Jesus that I can do things well, that I can be consistent, that I can make a mistake and get back on the horse right away and take hold of what he has called me to do and what he has put on my heart to create for my own well-being. So it's so important that when you fall off track, that you choose grace and you recognize that you are on a journey of learning and growth. It's not a fall off and on dynamic. It's a, I made a mistake and that's part of my learning process. This this way of thinking enables you to keep going. Grace whispers truth when shame is yelling a twisted story. We have to intentionally listen and take hold of it and flex that grace muscle to train it to become all the more quick when we're inclined to beat ourselves up to take hold of grace and recognize the shame that it's trying to take hold and take root and to to rip that out, to put it and bring it before the feet of Jesus and again, pick up that grace. So when we combine the truth of what's happening in our world. I mean, I, I know we've got listeners all over the, the world, which is super cool. I know here in the United States, we are in a health crisis and it is not part of our culture to eat well, to exercise. It is a very small percentage of Americans who are eating clean and can honestly say that they are in a good place with their health. And when we take the the truth of what's possible in transforming our health, what's, what's possible in creating healthy habits, and we pair that with God's grace, that's when we set ourselves up for a journey of transformation, not only in our own life, but in the lives of others. Because friends, what's so cool about supporting your own health and well-being is that you are then enabled to serve and show up for others in a more powerful way. And the coolest part about this process when you're taking hold of grace, when you're having a growth mindset, is it creates a healthy lifestyle that lasts. That is my jam. This podcast is called the Vision Driven Health Podcast, and it is about creating healthy habits that last. The two pillars of my program when I'm working with clients is that we focus on being vision driven and grace fueled. It is God's calling on our lives that brings us the inspiration to commit, and it's his grace that actually enables us to make those changes and to do so consistently. Friends, my big question and ask for you as you, as I wrap up here is to take a moment to invite Holy Spirit to answer this prompt for you. Answer the prompt, grace applied to my health journey looks like, and spell it out. Give yourself permission to be vulnerable and to experience the freedom that comes with that. Maybe that means grace applied to my journey looks like not beating myself up and shaming myself. Maybe that looks like having a higher standard of kindness toward myself. Maybe that looks like, you know, choosing to cook more. Maybe that looks like choosing to go to the gym. Maybe that looks like not going for the entire box of cookies after having two when I didn't even want to have the two. It can look so different from person to person, but I encourage you to take that time to sit with God and let him speak to your heart. What would it look like if you took hold of grace, 
What would it look like to have a growth perspective and to not blame other things, to not avoid effort, to not see your insufficiencies and opportunities to grow as indicative of who you are, what's wrong with you? They're all just opportunities to to get better and to learn and to make this a part of who you are moving forward. Friends, that's what I have for you today. I'm so grateful for you for taking a listen. If this inspired you, if this was something that resonated with you, shoot me a message. I would love, I love talking about grace and, you know, where people are at with that. Feel free to find me on Instagram. Let's talk about it. I'd love to hear where you're at to be able to send you a voice note or send you a prayer. Um, I'm, I'm in your corner. This is huge. I think this is really important for us as, as the bodies that comprise the body of Christ to be able to take hold of God's grace for our health. And if you're in that place where you recognize, okay, yeah, I have been living in the fixed mindset and I want to shift into the growth mindset, but I know myself, I need to process these hiccups, these shortcomings with somebody. I need that hands-on support. I know that I'm inclined to make progress and go back to where it was. And I've done that cycle too many times. I want an individualized program that's tailored to me and I want somebody to walk it through with me. If that's where you're at, then I would highly recommend checking out the Sustainable Health Transformation Program. It's my 16-week program, and I take a few clients a month. There is an application process. However, I would highly encourage reading through it, seeing if it resonates with you, if you feel that it's something that is aligned with who you are and what you're trying to create for your health. And from there, we can end up scheduling a call and even that first call we really work through to see, is this a good fit? Are you someone that would do well in this program? And am I really a good fit to be your coach? So if you want to embark and kind of work through that process, go to madewellhealth.com forward slash program info, and you'll be able to learn all about the program. There's a link there to apply if you decide you want to. There's also a video that I made that kind of gives even more background on why I'm doing what I'm doing and why I created the program as well as testimonials, all the things. So you can check that out again at madewellhealth.com forward slash program info. And I'll also have the link in the show notes below. Otherwise, friends, I hope you have a really grace-fueled week and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. And if it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.